Hello, I'm Kevin Birchelman, executive coach and consultant, and this is The Brazen Leader, a podcast about leading boldly and without shame. Be brazen doesn't mean being a jerk. It means to be out front, to make decisions, to take risks, and to be there when you're supposed to be there. It's about making a difference, a real impact in people's lives. So listen up and be brazen. One of the harder parts of leadership is managing leaders. You know, just leading today can be difficult enough, but when you have to manage those, lead those who are leading others in the process, it just makes things doubly difficult. We have to pay attention. We have to do some things that are specific and we have to do right by them or they won't succeed and their success is necessary for our success. Hello, I'm Kevin Birchman. Welcome to today's edition of the Brazen Leader Podcast. Today's topic, leading leaders, five steps to successful executive leadership. (laughs) Herding cats would probably be easier, but uh, herding cats is not our topic today. It's leading leaders. The most important thing that senior leaders do, defined by significance, impact, and long-term results, is leading leaders. I was recently at a fundraising gala for a local non-for-profit, and the board chair, a well-known Houston businessman and philanthropist, took a few minutes to recognize the gala's honoree, a member of the board of directors. Instead of the typical platitudes and nameless accolades, the chairman instead described this person in the highest possible manner that he could muster at the moment. Taking some time to address the difficulties of leadership, the challenges we face today, and the issues confronting us as we lead our organizations, he finished with the ultimate compliment. Linda excels at the most difficult. She's a leader of leaders. Now I want you to think about that. And folks, this isn't easy. Leaders, we know this since we are one, leaders by their very nature tend to lead. That doesn't mean we can't or don't follow, but it does mean that leading that bunch can be a lot like herding cats. They aren't ignoring us to be malicious. It's simply who they are. Think about that as we struggle with confusion and sometimes dysfunction on senior leadership teams. It's almost natural. So here are some suggestions. Many of these will resonate with you, knowing intuitively that they are correct, since you've already recognized the need. Others may be a new learning, and that's always good. It helps with perspective, knowing that I spent most of my corporate life in senior leadership roles. So what's a phrase? Oh yeah, I can empathize with you. Been there, done that have the battle scars. Anyway, moving on, the five steps. Number one, command can be lonely. As an armed forces veteran, I'm often amazed at the similarities between corporate and military leadership. This next step is direct from General Omar Bradley. Command can be lonely. You weren't given the role to be friends with all or to win a popularity contest or have people say how nice you are. People are depending on you for successful decision-making. Their livelihoods are at stake, and they know it. You need to make the hard decisions. To do that, you'll need to maintain a degree of distance. It's not being aloof. It's ensuring success for all, and that you'll have both the ability and the mental willingness to make some of those hard decisions when the need arises. This isn't to say that you can't be friends with people at work. I would never go that far. But I'm going to save for a next episode where we'll talk about what happens when you become really uh, intimate friends at work. It certainly doesn't make your job any easier. Step number two, exemplify positive leadership. 
always. Like it or not, a position of executive leadership is under a microscope 24-7. You are always the example. You are always on stage. You are always on. Those in your charge will certainly emulate your actions, your behaviors, heck, maybe even your way of thinking. So the question becomes, of course, since you're going to be example like it or not, are you a good example or not so much? Be the right example. Be the exemplar all the time. Model the very behavior that you want to see in others. Or frankly, you don't have the right to expect it. Step three, leadership is situational. Unique is okay. Consistent treatment does not mean identical treatment. And we'll say that again. Consistent treatment does not mean identical treatment. Realize there's room for the managers working for you to express themselves, have their own style, to do things a bit differently. There's not just one way to run a railroad. And that's okay. It doesn't mean they aren't party liners. And it certainly doesn't mean they get to do whatever the hell they want, whenever the hell they want to. But it does mean that you hired or assigned them to do a job, a job that can be fairly difficult. Don't make someone accountable for something and then put your structural or functional handcuffs on their wrist. So it's okay to be different. However, step number four, do not tolerate prima donnas. No, I'm not contradicting myself from number three. Allowing individual differences is one thing. Accepting and condoning actions from someone that would be intolerable elsewhere is something altogether different. A manager behaving this way usually has a reason. Generally, they hold some exalted numbers within the company, or they are sacred due to some, usually a client relationship, or maybe they have pictures of the chairman with a goat. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter. There is no single bigger detriment to the success and synergy of a senior team than to allow a single prima donna to behave as if they are somehow excluded from the norms and expectations that the rest of us follow. <laughs> and trust me, this is direct personal experience talking. And no, I wasn't the prima donna. It took this particular CEO over three years to finally whack this guy. And a collective sigh went out across the rest of the team. And you know what? Our performance, our financial results, didn't change one iota. When you finally lose the jerks, the only real feedback you'll get from anyone is either thank you or what the hell took you so long? Step number five, measure by consistent yardstick. Now again, consistent doesn't necessarily mean identical, but organizational targets are hard enough to hit without you moving them around after the shot's already been fired. Now, this doesn't mean you can't change a focus or direction mid-course. Of course you can and should if required or really necessary. Just make sure that the new direction or focus doesn't entirely ignore the results of the old. And if EBITDA is the metric, don't blindside at the end of the year, you know, like around bonus time, with some idiotic red herring like, yeah, your numbers are good, but you've had a lot of turnover lately. Tell them what the rules are, explain your expectations, then set it in stone as much as possible. Set expectations, measure, provide feedback. Rinse and repeat as much as necessary. Leading an organization can be nearly thankless and it's always fraught with issue. Some trivial, some extreme. 
The most important thing we do isn't managing earnings, driving new products, services to the market, or even finding and developing those A players that we talk about, that I talk about so much. It's leading leaders. We set the stage. We act as the example, and we provide resources and break down obstacles. Then we get the hell out of their way and let them lead. There is no higher purpose in leading an organization than ensuring your leaders can lead. Help them, nurture them, even get out of their way at times, but lead your leaders. That's how we get where we're going. (laughs) But that's just me, right? Thanks for listening to this week's Brazen Leader. Make sure to visit brazenleader.com where you can read the blog and subscribe to the show so you'll never miss a Brazen episode. While you're at it, feel free to give me a super duper rating on whatever podcast service you're using. And of course, let your friends know about the show. Finally, if you'd like to comment or contact, you can email me at kevinb at trianglepperformance.com. I'm Kevin Virtualman. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode and be brazen.